Ladies and gentlemen, battlers and Pokemon, today is Friday, and we're going to do it my way, November 14th, and just when you thought Pokemon Go PvP couldn't get any more hype, we did it today on episode 5 of our PvP podcast, where we talk about Poke Team Builder. Twitter is popping for Pokemon Go PvP, the Virginia tournament was epic, the sinister stats are out. The Timeless Cup is announced. Are you struggling in Ferocious? Let's talk about it. What do we compete for? What do we bring? Well, I'll tell you what PV Poke brings now as of two days ago. A team builder. The legend, Kakuna Matata, tweeted himself. That's right, no worries. Kakuna Matata. You can now load up your team of six or any team of six, mix and match this team of six, and then hit rate team. And boom, it gives you a meta scorecard. Not a report card you're ashamed of. And if it's even terrible and your team is trash, there's ways to improve that trash team. Even without watching Hero Vange's meta simplified guide. You'll still watch his meta simplified guide, but while you're waiting or as you're evolving your team, you're going to go to PV Poke. And this meta scorecard shows you a variety of very, very important things. It's showing how your team does against the top 20 Pokemon in the meta. That's right, against the meta. It shows you your potential threats. It gives you a top 10 list of these potential threats. So then you know kind of what you're going to be concerned about, what you're worried about. Maybe you'll even notice a hole in your team. So then what does PV Poke suggest as well? Potential alternatives. It gives you a top 10 list of the greatest Pokemon in the meta that you could add to your team of six. So you could take the suggestion, remove one Pokemon, Add this new Pokemon that's going to help you balance your team and then hit rate team. And boom, you've got the meta scorecard. And it's very important. Not only in this list of important information, it will show you how your team does against the top 20 Pokemon. And it will tell you the notable wins, the very close wins that you barely squeak out, the even matchups. The matches you just barely lose, and then, of course, your losses. But these are very important things to look at, and it'll just, you know, if you don't have a last resort Umbreon, it will show if your team is weak to one. You could bring a couple counters, make sure you've got that Ninetales covered. And it's just, this is for all skill level or skill levels of PvP. Okay, right? This isn't for the noobs. This isn't just for the elitist. It's really for all skill levels because it just gives you such valuable information. So once again, PV Poke is helping us get better. And I already saw some improvements I could make on my team. And I suggest you go to the website and check out the team builder. Now, Twitter is popping for PV content. Not only would you have seen when PV Poke tweeted about that team builder, you're going to see the hype between all the Go battle teams for the Go team ups. Right? For those of you that don't know, Go Stadium has created um, 
a way for everyone to create teams. And now teams are battling before these official tournaments. They're kind of getting in some rhythm. And you're going to be able to follow these goal battle teams because a lot of them are popping up. And there's a lot of hype behind a lot of them. A lot of them are going to get smoked, right? Once the dust settles for the go team up, you're going to see who are the elite teams, right? And that's going to be great. So Twitter is a great place to do that. You're going to also see who's winning tournaments. That's very important. Some people are repping their communities. They're beating tough competition. And they're sharing their tournament wins on Twitter. And, of course, the shinies are being flexed. Everyone's tweeting out their accomplishments. And that's awesome. Celebrate Pokemon Go as a game. And I've seen a lot of new battlers create Twitter accounts. And that's one of the reasons why I decided to bring up this topic. It's not such a hype topic, Twitter, outdated social media. Who cares, right? Well, we do now. I never thought that I'd be on Twitter like how I am now. But again, battlers are creating accounts. Battlers have had a lot of success finding friend codes or creating uh, great friendships. But more importantly, we want to celebrate the winners who are winning, who is winning these tournaments. And then when we find out who's winning these tournaments, we can give them a shout out. We can celebrate them and we can learn more about their communities because it's not just those winners that help put these tournaments on, right? There's communities that are helping forming these tournaments be bigger and better. And why not support them, right? If you're legit good and you win, you know, I check out your profile. And then, you know, I noticed a lot of you great battlers are already following Jimma Banks. And that's amazing because I follow right back, right? It's hard to follow everyone on Twitter. You don't want your news feed all cluttered up with certain things. But if you win some tournaments, I'm going to follow you, even if you're not following Jimma Banks. So uh, that's awesome, right? And another way is you just find out tournaments that are going on in your state, your country. Um, Go Stadium tweeted out that I will be traveling to Ohio, right? This Canadian is crossing the border, and I'm bringing those trophy Pete trophies, a trophy to Ohio, and Go Stadium is going to stream it. So Squawk Dirty to me, a.k.a. AJ, and I are going to shoutcast that, and that is great because there's a lot of communities that need to shine, and Ohio is one of them. That's right. We've got Hardina, Hydro, YRNQ, you might not be familiar with those names, but I am. I saw them battle in Pittsburgh when I got to travel. And it's just very important to make sure that we are celebrating the winners and encouraging communities to do it bigger and better because that's going to accelerate our sport into an eSport. Like we want to see that Guan 87 won the Toronto tournament. Fly Eagles 0-1-1 wins the Virginia tournament and goes 8-0. Last month, Richie Beckett 85 won the largest tournament of the month. London's finest Sinister Cup. Like those are some hype moments. What a great start to the season. And I encourage you all listening to participate on Twitter. And then you can also ask our PvP podcast questions, some topics you want to see in the future. And, uh... Yeah, there's some great things going on. Um, And Michigan did a big tournament last Saturday. All those smaller communities got together for a 40-plus six-round tournament, which was hype. Uh, Go uh, go Live streamed the Virginia tournament. We were able to see that footage through Twitter uh, because he tweets out, you know, the different avenues. This weekend, Team J Farm is traveling to battle the Team Northeast Masters in Buffalo. And that's going to be King IV, 
Jay Formacus and Scrub Lord, they're going to be traveling, but I think Jay Formacus and his team are going to battle, and that's pretty hype. They are going to battle. There's no thinking about it. So that's Jay Formacus, Dragon Silk, Jeff Cho, Holden McGroin. They're going to Buffalo to battle the Team Northeast Masters. And that's going to be hype. I don't, oh, I almost forgot to mention the names of the Team Northeast Masters. That's Toshi, Big B, B has, and I know I'm forgetting a name. How disrespectful. How disrespectful. And uh, that's not just because I'm a Canadian. Uh, I'm rooting for Team Canada, uh, even though I tweeted out and said that I think they're going to win and take it. But, um, yeah, I'll definitely include the names. I apologize uh, because I do have respect for the, the Team Northeast Masters. It is uh, a collective of great battlers going to uh, test their skills, sharpen them up against Team J Farm. The Virginia Cup. Wow, 149 battlers. Did you hear what I said? 149 battlers. Shout out to the RVA community. They held an amazing tournament uh, and found a venue to hold 149 battlers. That's right. Go live streamed it. King IV and Shagna shellcasted it. That boy Muck and his community really came together and uh, they wanted to thank Omar, Omar Ed's awards and engraving for the trophies. The circuit, that's where they had the venue at. So it was an awesome venue, very accommodating. And uh, yeah, what a, what a great tournament. It was the biggest one in uh, America or North America. 149 battlers and like your elite battlers traveled, right? Valor Ash, House Dark, Toshi. They call me Jake, Purple Kyogre, B. Hayes, C. Panoff, That Boy Muck. Matty F, baby, like so many people. I know I'm just like sitting here. There's so many more people that that were there. And uh, and yeah, shout out to the winner, Fly Eagles 011. He definitely won one, the tournament 8 and 0 hype. That's huge, right? So by everyone coming together like this, uh, it made it possible because it's very enticing for the skilled battlers to go for the extra rounds for world rank. And, uh, you know, this tournament allows someone to go 8-0. and It allows four people to go 7-1. and And 18 people also went 6-2. and So uh, I know a lot of the battlers that went 6-2 and or 5-3 and really wanted to win it. But overall, it's just great that everyone got to participate in such an amazing tournament. And, uh, yo, even Purple Kyogre was able to score a last resort Umbreon right before the tournament, and he used it. I definitely got to practice and battle against Purple Kyogre, and he just had, he did not have a last resort Umbreon, but was using his Umbreon uh, very efficiently. So that's awesome that um, someone was able to trade him that. We know how great Umbreon is for the Ferocious Cup. They even gave away a freaking Nintendo Switch. Are you kidding me? Like, it was amazing. It was awesome to watch on stream. Uh, I had to leave and go to work. I had to catch up on on all the uh, the events right after. But what an amazing tournament! The Sinister Cup stats were announced from Silph Arena last night. Silph Arena, thank you so much. Sinister is maybe one of my favorite cups of all time. 
the stats are very impressive, but it's also a great moment to just, you know, thank you, Sylph, for, uh, you know, creating these tournaments for us because, like, that's what we're doing. We're so fun. We're celebrating everything. And uh, let's take a look here. 2,698 communities hosted tournaments. That's up from last season. Uh, 33,130 competitors. So that's awesome. That's amazing. That's a lot of people. I think that's up 14%. And uh, the biggest tournament completed by numbers was London's Finest. We mentioned that. Shout out Ricky Beckett for winning that. Shout out the London's Finest community. They had 195 battlers. And uh, it's official. Steelix is good with it being on 44% of all teams. Not far down the list. Dusclops at 21%. And that means Steelix is good, and it appears Dusclops is also good. So shout out to the Sylph community for giving us those numbers. Um, it was it was hyped to see that, and uh, Sylph also announced the name of the next cup, the Timeless Cup. And we don't know the typing, so settle down. We're not going to talk about it too much. Yes, it's hype. But without the typings, we'll know very soon, within a week's time. So stay tuned. We'll definitely be talking about that on Episode 6. And, uh, yeah, very hype things to come. They're going to hopefully give us a December to remember. Are you struggling in the Ferocious Cup? So was I in my week in Pokemon Go. Like, I was getting destroyed, right? Got to shoutcast a Toronto tournament. I've seen gameplay. I've practiced. But when I went against some of the top battlers in the PvP chat, I was getting smoked. I mean, destroyed. And it was discouraging. You ever take those losses where, like, it's discouraging when you're losing. So I had to, like, take a break, take a moment and figure out what am I doing wrong. Like, I went back and watched the Go Stadium QSA video. Some very complicated, high-tech uh, game mechanics that you want to know about. You might not necessarily use them, but you may want to know about it. I actually watched the QSA video originally and never tried it. But when I was getting smoked, I went back. I revisited that. I went to King IV's channel. He always is shoutcasting tournament videos. People are submitting their wins. He selects the best of the best and will go over your video so we can all learn from it, shoutcast it, a lot of fun, subscribe to King IV. And then of course I watch Hero Vange, Battle Heroes videos. I just I was just trying to soak up more content um, because I needed to get better and I didn't know what it was. And then of course, when PV Poke uh, launched the, the team builder, I used that. So those things that I just mentioned will make it better. But what was the most effective was some of the videos that I recorded that I didn't want to watch because I got destroyed so hard, like so bad, smoked. I just went back and watched them. And I found that even though they were a week old, I found that I was making the wrong mistakes, but I wasn't realizing it in the moment. And even when you're reflecting on how bad you're doing, but when you see that you're leading in the wrong Pokemon after your opponent does a switch, you might not always know that until you run the footage. Or I was shielding my Umbreon. Like, you don't have to shield the Umbreon. You can 
depending on the scenario, but you don't need to. So after I watched a lot of those clips, it just made me realize that I was doing things incorrectly. You know, we're not perfect. You know, we see other people's success on Twitter because we're following the best of the best. But um, it's very important that you need to practice and you have to figure out what you're doing wrong so you can improve. So that's pretty hype. Um, because I'm getting better, that's what's hype about that. Because I, I felt in the last couple days that I've gotten better and I've beaten some of those opponents that were really wiping the floor with me. What I also did a few times was I just went and grinded your old natural spin, spin berry catch, right? Getting Stardust, getting ready for the next cup, thinking, do I power up some more Pokemon for the Ferocious Cup, but more importantly, I got to save that dust. So that's uh, that's what I've been doing. This Saturday, I'll be in Ohio. Hopefully, you can make it to the tournament. If you can't, make sure you go to Go Stadium's Twitch channel. They're going to be streaming it. Like I said, AJ and I will be shoutcasting. This will be my first time shoutcasting with Go Stadium, and it's a complete privilege and honor when I think about the PvP community that is Go Stadium. They provided so much to us and they're really evolving the culture of PvP and I couldn't be more thrilled and honored to get a chance to work with them and uh, so far they're super professional and uh, it's going to be hype in Ohio so hopefully I see you there. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. Episode 5. That's it. Five more episodes to episode 10 and will be a real podcast. I appreciate you, the listener, and uh, all feedback is encouraged, negative or good. So good luck to you in your practice. Good luck to you in your tournaments. Take care, everyone. Cheer, cheer, cheer.